Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jizz Talking for a Sunday. It is the Washington, D.C. Exotica preview show. And it's always my a fun time because we bring in a lot of the stars who are going to be there. And they kind of give their their impressions and their and their reactions to um, to a few things that are going on. And I really want to get to, to Nikki Dial right away because she's got dinner plans. And uh, she's going to be going out here in a little bit. So we want to hit her up. I'm going to unmute her, though. First of all, and Nikki just kind of came back to the uh, the convention circuit, you might say. Nikki, how are you doing tonight? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me again. It was so great to see you in Chicago. You're like, wow. And uh, I'm like a little kid in a candy store. <laughs> yeah. What? What's you know? You did. You told me you did shows back in the day with AVN and and that, and then you went away for a while. Now you come back. What's different? Well, first of all, I've, 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 at AVN, at the time, I don't know if you remember, they didn't, it was like a, it was at the CES show, right. but it had its own separate little, you know, section with a naughty section. Mm -hmm. So now I, I've not been to a convention since then where it was just all adult. That's a first. And so I am like, again, a little kid in a candy store walking around like, what can I buy? Who can I see? Who can I tattoo? <laughs> like, you know, it's really fun. So I, I have not had a chance to, to do that. And I love it, but it is very different. Yeah. It is. And loud. Oh my God. Loud. I, I tried to go live and I, I just, I don't even think you could hear me. Yeah. You sent me a message or somebody recorded a message and sent to me. I, I could hear it. Okay. But it's like, you're really struggling to yell, you know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then the funny thing was, we were doing these signings. We did a private signing ahead of time up in up in my room, and I mean, you had like a, a boatload of shit to sign. Yeah. Of course, everybody had their own blue uh, selfie or a blue sharpie marker to have you sign with. It was just yes. Amazing. And then me being such a dipshit. <laughs> My face with the, the blue marker, so I had like a blue dot in my face all weekend. Of it's like blue markers are a thing. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So anybody got to, because Nikki's got to go, but anybody have a quick question for Nikki? Just raise her hand up. And uh, Ben, you're going to, uh, Benjamin is with us. Hi, Benjamin. No, actually, uh, I'm just glad to see you there. Uh, looking forward to seeing you there. I'll be like DC myself since like DC local. So I'm oh, good. Picked this shirt up last uh, year there, April. Nice. So. Perfect. Let me see. And just, yeah, looking forward to doing the tours, uh, seeing everyone there. So thank you for being part of this. Absolutely. Thank you. It's going to be a great time. So. Last year, if I remember, Ben, you were accosted by a clown. Two years ago. Sadly, she wasn't there last year, though I did, like, check the ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, BJ McNaughty. BJ McNaughty, yeah. <laughs> Uh, thought that was kind of cool to, to play with Benjamin a little bit. So. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Nikki, what else are we going to have at your booth? Some pictures and some, what are we doing? I have um, some t-shirts, some pictures. I have a few new ones uh, that I didn't have before. Um, and then I I have, uh, what else do I have here? Uh, the selfies, obviously. Most people get the selfies. So. That's cool. Yeah. And, I, and six, then, uh, I think I have six or seven different poses for pictures. So, okay, cool. Well, we'll get in touch, and then maybe about uh, 
a month or a month and a half or so before, then we'll line up a private signing and we'll have you all do that just like we did last year, kind of give you a jump start to, to the weekend. Wait, you said a month before? No, no, uh, like a month before Chicago Exotica. Oh, Chicago. Yes, yes. That was, that, was, uh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So we'll we'll get all that stuff lined up. And anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. I just to make sure you got on first and, and go enjoy the rest of your evening. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You bet. Not a problem. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Kiki dares with us. Kiki, it's great to have you along with us. Hey. You're going to be in the uh, uh, James Bartolet's booth, Inside the Industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hadn't actually signed with James in a long, long time. So when that kind of came up in conversation, I thought, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, that was, and and you haven't been at uh, Exotica since Portland or Denver? Um, probably Denver, because I didn't do the Portland show. I've never done the D.C. show, so this is going to be a, a new experience. Yeah, it's, uh, now you did Florida. No, no, you did New Jersey just recently. Yeah, I just did Jersey. I don't ever do Miami because I'm a curly haired girl and curly hair does not like Miami in the summer. <laughs> that, you know, that just sweat running down your butt crack is not a good feeling either. It's just No, no, and neither are butt pimples. <laughs> <laughs> that rains every day. What is it with that? My God, we walked outside and it was raining again. So, uh, but we did have fun when I went to Miami. I like I told you privately, we went to, we took Christy Canyon to Hooters. That was kind of a fun experience. And then we did go see um, uh, Karen Summer, and then we went to see um, uh, Lisa Centrese and Sue Nero as well. And Mason Reese was there for God's sakes. And oh wow! Mason lives in the same complex as Lisa and Sue, and so he was right there. So anyway. I've told the story a million times about, about him and my grandma. So anyway, it's, uh, but uh, it was great to see him. I'd never met him before. And that was like a piece of my childhood coming back. So now you, you hadn't been there since Denver was that um, like 2017 or 18. What changes have you seen with, with Exotica, if any? Um, well, I mean, the biggest memory from Jersey for me really has nothing to do with the uh, convention other than the fact that, I have never been so cold in my life. <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't know how the hotties are running around in like a thong and pasties because there's no way. <laughs> wow. That's something. Uh, let's go to Adam. Uh, just had his hand up and lowered his hand and we'll see if he's still there. Adam, are you still there? Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. You're cutting out a little bit. It's real tinny. Uh, okay. I uh, will be back. Okay, I'll be back. Uh, let's go <laughs> to uh, James. James, go ahead. Question for Kiki at all. Kiki, this is uh, wonderful to meet you. I'm such a big fan. I've known you for, I've been a fan for many, many years. And, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, uh, we come from right around the same area. Uh, I know that you're from Memphis. I'm on the just on the other side of the river. Yeah, from Arkansas. Yeah, you sound so, like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. So I so I understand what you're saying about how, you know, the people up there can stand the cold. So <laughs> you know, it's just I don't know what they were thinking. It was so cold in there. And I mean, so I was told that the Jersey attendance was the most they've ever had this year. Which 
was interesting because, okay, if you're keeping it cold for that many bodies, you way overshot. But the other part of that is like, even though it was really busy as far as people, um, they weren't really spending as much. Because, uh, you know, typically the Jersey show is always the really good money show. And this year it was a little off. But, I mean, there's a lot going on, you know. People just don't have a bunch of disposable income right now. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't able to make it to New Jersey this year. Uh, I did. Uh, I made it to Chicago uh, earlier this year, and I was hoping, you know, I'm hoping that maybe you'll be able to be there next year. Um yeah, I think um, I'm going to go ahead and try to do Chicago. I'll try to do um, Jersey again. I'll try to do D.C. again. But as I said before, me and Miami in the summer don't mix. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful to meet you, Kiki. Like I said, huge fan. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for all the support. All right. Uh, it's great to see her keep up with her career. I mean, it's just I see her on Twitter all the time and doing this and that. I thought... Yes, you're coming back to conventions. Yes. And uh Yeah. And yeah, so I mean, like, like, yeah. Like I told Nikki, we'll have to set something up for some private signings because after you were on our show, people were like, I need your autograph, I need your autograph. So when we get to that point, I'll I'll send you a message and you send me six or seven pictures that you have and we'll sell them for you and then we'll uh we'll get them signed the night before Exotica put some cash in your pocket, okay? Yeah, awesome. I'm totally down. All right. Excellent. Uh, Benjamin, you're going to see uh, Kiki, huh? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'll try to see like, everyone, really. So, yeah. Well, hello. I have to follow so, uh, too much, but I definitely look forward to seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be definitely at the like, booth later for because I also plan on giving him this little gift. I got this little magnet. <laughs> like, oh, that's hilarious. He'll love that. I think that. he'll get a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I see him like, proudly showing off that little bobblehead doll to anyone who passes by his booth. <laughs> like there. Yeah, yeah like, well, I remember when he got the James Bartolet hot sauce, and he was very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, you know, there's always something new and novelty at James's booth. <laughs> He's always got something. And my bobbleheads <laughs> or my Funko Pops. You got Funko Pops. Funko, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Funko. Yeah. I've got one of his, and uh, he says, I'll just sign it. I said, no, 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 no. I said, there's a certain way you got to sign them. And, and so I uh, I showed him a couple examples of how I like mine signed with the uh, – the uh, paint pen on the actual uh, lens of the of the Funko. So here's my Ted DiBiase and uh, IRS, and I said, you know, put the put the signature right there. It really pops. I didn't know that. And so anyway, he he now has it's, it's in the other room, but um, he now signs them with the uh, paint pen on the uh, on the clear plastic there. So that's kind of a cool thing. Let's go over and, and uh, say hi to Victoria, because Victoria Peaks is going to be in D.C. Yes, I will be. Hello. And uh, I, I totally agree um, with it being way too hot in Miami and way too cold in New Jersey. I almost feel like maybe they should switch those dates. <laughs> in the summer, let's go north, and in the, and in the winter, let's go south. Well, especially D.C., because every time I turn around in the wintertime, uh, D.C. has a snowstorm. 
I mean, it's it's the season for that. I mean, I woke up this morning in Iowa, and we had an inch of snow, and it was 16 degrees. And uh, so, Victoria, you're coming up here next month, so that's what you get to look forward to. <laughs> I love the snow. I actually am in the area. Um, I live in Virginia, right outside of D.C., and here recently, we don't see snow until, like, January, February, March time. So um, having D.C. in December, to me, I mean, Virginia weather is very um, unpredictable. You have all three seasons in one day. Not as bad as Chicago. Like, we literally had a hell, a hell storm, a thunderstorm, and hot and cold in the same day. Um, but I feel like D.C. is very similar. It might be really, really cold, but it also might be really hot during the day, really cold at night. Um, but I don't think it's actually going to snow. I think we'll be okay with that. Good. I hope so, because that would be a pain in the ass to get airplanes snowed in or snowed out and people not being able to make it, whatnot. I'm actually terrified of getting snowed in at, like, Chicago, coming home from Iowa. It, I always get stuck there. All, every time, like, Chicago hates me when it comes to um, layovers. Coming from where? Iowa? Iowa, yeah. <laughs> I I really try hard. I don't think I can I don't think I can fix it. I don't know. <laughs> That's that happens. But it's, it's so great. We'll see you then the week after Exotica in Iowa. And you're yeah. gonna be doing some filming for private society. Mm-hmm. I love it there. They're they're great people and you know, it's DC is actually um, a really good exotica. I had I heard them mention before that New Jersey had a whole lot of people, but not a lot of people were um, spending money. And I get that vibe. This wasn't my first time in Jersey. I've always had a really good show in Jersey by meeting people. They're very interactive. They talk to you. You know, you'll do some selfies and stuff. But honestly, a lot of my biggest spenders have been at DC. Like DC last year, I made more in um, that Exotica show at my actual booth than I did both times I've been to Jersey the last couple of years. So they're not as, as many people, but last year they were spending money, at least on me. I don't know about anybody else, but maybe, maybe it's because I'm local. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But hopefully the girls make some more money. Maybe those congressmen are coming through and laying down some money. Yeah. I, yeah. Doubt Charles, I doubt Charles Grassley from Iowa is doing that. He's 117 years old, so I doubt that. He's probably still. And do you have any buckskin rubbers? <laughs> <laughs> as old as he is. I'm sure he'll find them somewhere. <laughs> there you go. Lorenzo's with us. Lorenzo, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Enjoying, enjoying life. <laughs> good. Questions for any of the other girls? Oh, no, no, no. I'm very familiar with uh, the future, as I call it, Victoria Peaks. So, nah, it's no questions. I'm definitely going to be seeing her and uh, one of my new friends here, this um, marketing director, Bex Pineapple. So, you keep your eyes out for her. I'm going to be doing some things next year also. Uh, at Exotica will be, I think, booth 809 with myself and Casey. So she'll be doing interviews for Exotica TV. And, uh, you know, the merchandise and all their glitter and everything like that. So hopefully we'll get to see everybody, especially my little sister there, Peach Fuzz. So hope everything will be like that. But it should be a good time. And it's supposed to be 56 through 60 degrees um, this oh. weekend in D.C. 
That's that's nice weather. That's just short sleep weather for me. I love that temperature. Just you might need a jacket at night, but boy, that's that's a nice nice temperature yeah. for me. Peach Fuzz is with us. Peach, hey, you had a deal going on in New Jersey. You had what was it called, the fuck house or the the shoot house or? You know, I I got a nickname. I don't know if Jiggy told you, but they started calling me the porn mama now, and I'm like, you know what? I dig it. I love it. At the age of 26 to be titled the poor mama, I'm good with that. <laughs> that um, how did that work out? I, I I saw some some pictures and some clips from your your shoot house you had that was a little bit of ways away from New Jersey, but how did that work out for you? Was that worth the money? Yeah, it was definitely worth the money. Um, I enjoyed it. I definitely worked with some people who I didn't realize I was going to work with. A lot of wonderful girls. We did photo sets together. Um, work with new photographers. The videographers were able to work with new podcasters. Other podcasters got on other podcasts. So it was just nice. It was just like a lot of networking, and that was really my main goal. Um, and I don't know, Jiggy, if Jiggy told you, but he finally shot his first, like, you know, on-set porn scene. So it was really just how do we create a safe space for more amateur people to be able to produce porn in a very um, professional environment that they might not be used to. So I had fun. Exotica was a blast. Um, I'm sorry I missed you, lovely gals. Hopefully I'll see you this year, well, this time during D.C. <laughs> but it was amazing. Now, you were also one of the girls that was on the pole contest dancing thing. Yes. How'd that work out for you? Ooh, Saturday, I love my performance. I, I feel like I did amazing. Sunday, after three days of shooting, my body felt like jello. <laughs> So I was glad that I did the little bit that I could. But overall, it was just nice to see all the lovely women on the pole doing their thing. The girl who won, she did a phenomenal job. So I was really, really glad that she won. Oh, good, good. Eric is with us. Eric from California. How are you doing tonight, Eric? Okay, doing better now anyway there. So, yeah, yeah, Peach, I hope you got those things. Email this into for Arizona. That's what I'd say for just help information for you. But the only disadvantage was you're going to move to Arizona, you may have to get used to living in heat. Yes. Especially around Phoenix, Yuma, or any place else, even where I used to live in Parker in western Arizona by the Colorado River. So, yeah, you just have to deal with that. Well, that's all right. <laughs> that's right there. So as long as they're helpful to you, you can decide when you're ready, when you're ready to move. Yeah, it was very helpful. Thank you so much for that. Okay. Thank you there. Peach, I think, needs to move to Iowa. That'd be great. It was 16 yeah. degrees here this morning with snow. Yippee. <laughs> all right hey let's uh switch gears here we have the heavenly experience with us uh heavenly go ahead let's let's talk about you and what what you're up to well thank you for um having me on your meeting today so hello everyone nice to see everyone here i definitely know fuzz i know peach seen her and dorky yes um <laughs> I got the pleasure of meeting Dorky um, through Picante Jenny. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you. Um, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what will you have? Oh, a I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, I was going to say that um, I didn't know if you had plans to work with Dorky, but actually the reason why I fell in love with him because he was just super nice. So I think he would be really great on set. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty dope. I like it. I like his energy. He's super awesome. I finally got the digit this time, so hopefully I can link up at some point when I come to Connecticut. Unless you guys are going to be in D.C., I'll see you there. Yeah, I'll let him know. When he comes home, I'll tell him. 
Yeah, definitely, for sure. And I'm definitely a fan of Kiki. Hi, Kiki. It's nice to meet you. And uh, same with Victoria Peaks. It's nice to meet you, too. Hi. Nice to meet you. And all the handsome gentlemen there. Hello. <laughs> so you'll have a booth, Heavenly, or will you just be traveling around? This year, um, you see, I'm not going to have a booth uh, because last year just wasn't worth it for me. Um, not for D.C., I get more sessions. I see more people in D.C. as far as clients than for me to actually have the booth. That's what happened last year. So um, I'm probably, I'm, I'll be there for ladies um, free night free on Friday night, but I probably won't be there for the rest of the weekend. I'm already booked up with shoots and sessions for the rest of the weekend. Um, but I'm definitely excited to go for Friday night so I can see all my favorite uh, porn stars and all, all the girls that I love and adore to watch as well in their content. So um, I'm going to be a fan girl as well on Friday night. <laughs> well, that's a good problem to have, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love what I do. I love this industry. I love everything about it. Um, I love all the people I meet, um, even the bad ones, because then you learn, you know, you learn from everyone. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, you do learn. I I try. I've been, I'm, I still, I'm still new, but I'm, I'm, I've been doing it for a few years now. Uh, I still consider myself a newbie um, because I come from fetish, kind of sort of going into porn a little bit. You know, I dabble a few things and then, you know, but mostly fetish. So um, not a lot of the fetish models I know go to Exotica. I think it's now starting to get a little bit more popular with my industry so i'm excited to see a lot of my other colleagues that i've worked with and collabed with start to come to exotica uh start, all the exoticas more because i've never been to the miami one i heard you guys talk about it and i'm right there with you i don't want to go to miami and deal with that in the middle of the summer i was a florida girl i lived there for over a decade i, I i'd rather do chicago and jersey and dc even if it's in the cold um, personally, I just, I just don't think it was busy. I, I saw more girls sitting there throwing cards into a hat than anything. Um, mm -hmm. Christy, Christy Canyon was like this and I said, Christy, let's make some money. And so I took a picture of her layout of her table of photos and then I posted them in our autograph group. And I, I think I sold $250 of photos and she said, that was about as much as she made on that Sunday at Exotica anyway. So, um, just, you know, I hate to be a, you know, negative Nancy on it, but I just don't, uh, I don't get the Miami one and there's people I do. And, and, um, I, yeah, I, I'm with Victoria. I think they should switch dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there should be some kind of like poll or if they, whatever, I don't know who makes those decisions, but I think I, so many people have said that, that I would think that they would start to take that into consideration, but I, I don't know. What I don't understand is, and I hate to be a, a bitch and moaner about it because I haven't been to either one, <clears throat> but, but there's a limited supply of money. <clears throat> and when you have one and then you have another one, four and a half weeks away, that if you, if you have somebody that attends both and maybe they don't plan on having people attend both, but as far as a star um, that has to line up two bookings for airlines, two bookings for hotels, if they're buying their own booth, they have that. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a shit ton of money in, in a month. And yeah. um, that and, and going to Exotica for a star, if you're paying your own way, is not cheap. 
It's not. (laughs) I have, I've actually talked to quite a few uh, models in the industry, male and female. That's like, they had to choose if they want to go to Jersey or DC because it's just not in our budget right before Christmas. Because everybody's got families also to, to do two shows. And I'm lucky that Mickey Lynn uh, Productions pays for my booth and she uh, I sign at her. So I'm very lucky to have that. But even just booking the planes and, and the, the hotels and all that stuff to get out there, it does end up adding up for you to do back-to-back shows. But then after D.C., you're like, I feel like it takes forever for Chicago to hit. And then Chicago happens and it's like, when is... Miami gonna come because then everything's so lengthy and then you have Jersey and DC that's like boom boom. It's like Yeah. Yeah, these dates have gotta be figured out some logical way. And if DC wasn't so close to me personally, I'm to DC. Like it's only because I I live in Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. I'm only four hours away, so I'm making it worth my while as far as um I'm taking a drive with another model and we're kind of doing a little mini tour we're stopping in richmond right before dc you know so we're making you know it worth our our time but at the end of the day i wouldn't have came because i did have a booth at jersey and putting all that money into it whatever profit you get it's still not you got to put it right back into dc and i i just don't see um i wish they would have it more spaced out i wish there was some at some point they would do that um but it just turns out that i you know, within distance so I can make it. Right. Same for me. I'm right outside of D.C. Actually, when you stop in Richmond, on your way to D.C., you'll be waving and seeing me. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to be in D.C. on Wednesday. I start shooting on Wednesday, but I live um, right between Richmond and Fredericksburg. So okay. I'm in that area. So we're really close together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not to mention... You know, not to mention, then you're four weeks away from Christmas, and mm-hmm. you got stuff going on there, too. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot. But was- I do think D.C., just like uh, you were mentioning, Victoria, uh, before, that, like, you made more money in D.C. than you did. It's like they, the, the D.C. people, may I don't know if they have more money or if it's because the politicians are there. I don't know. I just know that D.C., for some reason, it's money. Like, that's a great city to go, and I always recommend anyone. I don't care if Exotica, people say that it's not it's not as big. People spend money there. They really do. And there might not be as many people there, but they're spending money. Yeah, they're spending Right, right. They might not be as many. Like you said, I think there was a record amount of people in Jersey this year. And I totally got that because uh, I could barely walk through on Saturday to even get to my booth every time I left. So it was really packed, um, probably more so than the last two years I've gone. It's always packed, but not to that packed where I was like. Oh, Chicago, yeah. was a, Chicago was a mess on that Friday night. My God. Oh, my God. Chicago was busy on Sunday also. Yeah. yeah, Chicago's another really good one. I love Chicago. I always have so much fun in Chicago. Well, you'll have to hit us up because we're going to be there. Going to be a bunch yeah. of us. Yes, definitely. I 100%. I'd love to see everybody. You bet. I want to get to Adam into the mix here. He's he's rebooted. And how you doing, Adam? Hello. Is this better? You betcha. 
Okay, good. Hey, uh, I actually, if I could go back and ask a question of Kiki, uh, I think she's still on. Um, uh, you know, I, I remember when you were co-hosting with Sam Phillips over on Vivid Radio for uh, a while there, and and you've been on a number of podcasts over the years, and uh, as I mentioned, co-hosted one uh, and radio shows as well. Do you have a favorite moment or uh, a favorite experience from your time doing that sort of work? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, <laughs> there's so many fun memories. Uh, there was one day where I was co-hosting with Sam, and we had one of her comedian friends on with us, um, Jimmy Delavalle. And we didn't really plan a bunch of stuff out. I think we were reading like some sort of uh, story or script that day, something. And we just ran with it. We had a great time. And Jimmy has become a friend ever since. And, you know, he's done a few projects that he wrote and produced and, um, you know, was like, oh, wow, you, you can actually do this. So, you know, he hired me to be on those. And it was a lot of fun just, you know, getting to kind of step outside of just adult and, uh, you know play around with the mainstream stuff okay well thank you you know and just real quick uh patrick i think and as i've mentioned this before i think with exotica you know the scheduling is entirely based on when that the organizers can get these facilities the cheapest on the calendar and I, I think and, and other considerations are, are secondary so i just wanted to throw that out there and thank you again patrick that was that was what i had all right appreciate it i'm always uh, great to have uh, a discussion with you hey give me a call this week and we're going to talk about uh we're going to talk about something anyway we'll uh, uh text me for my phone number or message me or maybe you already have it but anyway what we're going to talk this week about something i want to get your input on something Okay, I will do so. All right, great, fantastic. I was in the same spot that James Bartolet is sitting in right now a couple of weekends ago when I was in L.A. And that is such a neat little outside patio nook you've got there. Thank you, Patrick. And we put a fish tank up here, too. Yes, I was there Hi, when the fish were there. Hi, James. We'll see you in a couple of days. I know. It's going to be crazy. We'll have fun, though. Yeah. Well, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And, Patrick, once again, uh, an excellent job you do on your segment that we have on our Roku TV channel. Um, Inside the Industry with James Bartolet has um, uh, our own uh, television channel on Roku TV that you all should be watching. Um. So it's very, very cool. And Patrick does a wonderful segment on there. So thank you again, Patrick. Yep, I've got to get more rolling here. I'm, I'm looking for, uh, I've got to do a, a segment with you about um, soap operas. It seems like a lot of adult stars started out in soap operas. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're, God also God. To, we're also going to talk about um, the people who have developed their brand into a YouTube channel. We want to promote that. So I'm trying to find a couple of, folks that have that victoria was on uh your uh uh the patrick presents a couple times yes she was whether she hi, knows victoria <laughs> hi 
She was famous. Her red lips on my 75-inch TV that looked great. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> James, who else are you going to have in your booth? Well, besides myself and the legendary Miss Kiki Dare, uh, we also have Misty Stone. And uh, we have Hazel Grace. Um, we have Mina Carlisle. Um, and there's a brand new girl named uh, Candied Love. And, uh, oh, Jiminy Crickets. I can't remember. I, I think there was one other girl, and I'm going blank right now on that. But I, I believe there's about six of us on there. And then I'm doing the seminars, uh, Breaking in the Biz and Porn Star Game Night. Uh, and would, I'm doing two seminars every day. So, Kiki, I hope you're available to come on one or two of those with me this coming weekend. Absolutely. I, I started promoting that as well. I'm looking forward to doing seminars with you. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, uh, I, I went sh crazy shopping down in Santee Alley again, got all brand new outfits. Um, I always get all dressed up for that. Um, also, I want to add, um, if I can jump ahead to January for AVN, Inside the Industry has got a Legends booth, which will be myself, Kiki Dare, Misty Stone, Seika, Ginger Lynn, Christy Canyon, Michelle Maylene, uh, Annie Cruz, uh, God, we've got... Um, so many stars that uh, Tiffany Haddish's lawyer that'll get you out of a, a DUI. Uh, everybody will be down there. But uh, hello, is this mic on? Hello. Okay. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Tiffany. She's a friend of mine. I feel really bad what happened to her. She'll, 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 she'll be all right. She'll be all right. Uh, but our legends booth there in January at AVN, is going to be great. Um, Exotica, very excited. It just seems like it was yesterday, doesn't it, that we were there in New Jersey? Oh, my God. And the stuff that happened, I mean, we won't go into that here, but yes. it, it was quite the experience. Yeah, there was some drama, but not that drastic. But, um, you know, I, I like to surround myself with positive people and with legends and professional veterans. Now, um, the young girls, um, sometimes I wonder how professional they are. You know, do they do this half ass or are they really dedicated now? Browsers always has a great booth, you know, with the Angela whites and the Luna stars and everything. Uh, Kendra Sutherland's, you know, those kind of girls are dedicated. The girls in the inside booth, they're dedicated. But some of these other gals, it's like, wow. You know, you want to get an industry veteran, you know, like a Mickey Lynn. People like that that are going to show up there. They're going to bring their A game every single day. And if there's new performers that are watching this show, and you should, um, here's a lesson to take from us industry veterans. When you come to these fan shows, don't come hungover. Uh, don't come and sit on your phone and play Angry Bird or do your TikToks or Angry Bird. I'm really aging myself. Um, <laughs> don't sit there and uh, talk to your friends, and then there's five, six fans lined up down here waiting to talk to you. 
You know, you've got to give them your attention and bring your A game every day. And that's like really important. And get down there early. I think we've all found that when you get there early in the day, that's when the collectors are there, right? And I think some of you that are on this right now, you're collectors and you're coming early in the day and you've got movies that you got to get signed. You've got collectibles that you want to purchase, you know, whether it's, you know, our movies or our Funko or pictures or, or what have you. Um, you're coming there early in the day. So get down there early in the day and get those collectibles. Um, Exotica DC, I when I came in, I heard somebody talking about how great that was. Um, and it really is. Um, the crowds are wonderful over there. Um, they're starved for this kind of attention. And to see the stars there, they're very appreciative of this. And I know that they're paying good money and it's the holidays. And this is when, you know, people should be buying gifts and they're here buying porn. So we're very thankful that you're here buying our porn, you know. So let's bring our A game every day. Now I've got your Funko Pop in the other room. I just explained that I had showed you that you sign the sign the Funko Pop on the uh, on the plastic there, and it really pops. And so anyway, I've got a, a James Bartholet Funko Pop that really pops with the signature on the on the plastic. Now, now what is that? Is is that my box? Because it looks a little bigger. No, this is a Ted DiBiase and IRS. It's a pro wrestling one. I got. Oh, Yours okay, on the cool. Wall. Next to Ed Asner, so it's going to stay there. Oh, God, Ed Asner was a great guy. What a oh. great man, yeah. All right. We need to uh, switch gears here. I wanted to talk to, because we're going to do a whole show on her anyway, but I do want to talk to Beck's Pineapple. What's going on, Beck? Hey, how are you? Thanks God, for having me. I, I put you on hold here for 40 minutes. I'm really sorry I want to get you in, and let's no. let's talk about what's going on with you and let's, what's going on with you at D.C., um, so I am the new director of marketing for ASN Entertainment, um, ASN Lifestyle Magazine. Um, so I went to New Jersey, uh, and I got to announce right before, um, you know, the Friday that it started that I was the new director. And so it's been a whirlwind since, um, but like, you know, there's a learning curve and, uh, really i'm i'm thrilled this industry i love it anyway so it it makes it easy and you don't feel like you're working and now i'm heading to dc i will um definitely i won't be in a booth i mean i'll be around uh, mickey lynn and victoria peaks i'll be hanging out with them um but asn won't have a booth um i'm going to be there um, just networking with all the people that run booths. So really, I don't need my own booth because I'm usually walking around everywhere. And there's the so. ASN magazine. That was June of 2023. Mickey Lynn on the cover there. Oh, yes, I'm ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. Oh, she is just a, a thrill a minute. She is just such she a really is. great gal. Um, she is. Yeah. Uh, so then... You you started that recently then? How long ago was that? Um, so I became the director, uh, technically the Friday of New Jersey Exotica. Wow. And there's Casey Carter on the cover. See, I, you see a trend here. I'm getting some of these signed, you see. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, that woman right there, that's a bad bitch. Listen, I don't, I'm not a submissive naturally or even kind of, right? But she was walking around slave training or something and she said down and I was like oh my god should I get down I'm not sure what I should do she scared the shit out of me uh uh-uh. uh she is gorgeous and beautiful and intelligent as hell amazing but she a little intimidating in dom mode mm-hmm. yeah. I yep. do want to get mm-hmm. to, uh sometime we'll work it out where we get ASN the the editor or the owner or whatever on and then have you on as well and we'll just do sure. it tonight and just talk about the developments you guys have made with that magazine. Some I biggins. I think it's fantastic. And you you include everybody. It's not like just this and, uh, well, anybody, you know, everybody down here, we're just going to push this. You're, you're inclusive, and I really like that. And that is a huge draw for me, really, to even work with this company because they're so inclusive. And... I really feel like the lifestyle should be for everybody, every kind of relationship, every kind of anything, really. If it's an alternative lifestyle at all, then we should be accepting of it. And so basically, I think the company is fantastic. I think that we're going in some amazing directions, and we've got so much in the work, it's crazy. So we're also real busy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah hey tom is with us tom uh good evening and uh question for anybody on the panel here uh well i was hoping to uh, ask nikki something but uh i know she had to drop out before i could just say hi uh but uh actually everybody is fantastic i was gonna ask uh for all the uh, stars like who was your favorite performer to do like many scenes with like not just like a one scene for who's like favorite it's, like who is your favorite that you got to work many times with Start with Victoria. What's up? That's a good question. Um, I really enjoy working with Sean Elliott. Like, we have this whole daddy-daughter series thing going on. He is wonderful, and I know he's, you know, everybody here knows Sean Elliott. But um, I also, there's um, a guy, uh, his name is Chris. He's known as the Dilf. And he, I met him through Tadpole. We did a... Uh, 27 person gangbang with them it was really nice it's the first time i ever met him but now me and him has really bonded we've done several scenes together we're going to work more together so i would say that he and sean are probably a couple of my favorites to do like cat like over and over again shoots with just because it's also we're friends so those people that you're friends with are always the best to shoot with because you already vibe so well together um there's wreck it ralph which is amazing also uh, we plan on doing some more things together and some of my girls that's definitely i love working with mickey lynn me and mickey work like every time me and mickey are together there's shenanigans going on and there's some hot shit coming out i'm telling you it's, it's amazing uh kiki how about you well one of my favorite people is no longer with us um when it comes to directors Antonio Pasolini was one of my absolute favorites because every single time there was always something that he would call be like, so I got this movie. Of course, instantly the answer was yes. He'd be like, no, 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 wait, wait, let me tell you what it is first. 
I mean, I've started a scene flogging a guy in a chicken suit. I still have no idea why he was in a chicken suit. Um, uh, one of my favorite scenes I ever did for him was with Evan Stone. He was playing a, a dirty, drug-addicted, alcoholic, homeless clown. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, um, I did... God, I did New Wave Hookers with him, and that, that was a whole interesting thing. So, yeah, yeah, loved, loved, loved Tony. And then um, as far as, like, an actor, you know, I have to go back to Evan because there, again, that's a, another big personality that you just don't know what you're going to get when he arrives on set, but you know you're going to laugh. That's That's for sure. That's just, he's just... One of a kind. There's no two Evans out there. Uh, James, what about you? Oh, thank you. Um, I would say um, performer Misty Stone. We've done um, a lot of scenes together as actors and as performers. Uh, Misty was just in uh, Scissors uh, that I starred in and co-produced. Um, that's coming out in the fall. That's a mainstream horror movie. It's going to be really great. Uh, we've got Jill Cassidy in it and Tommy Pistol and Katie Morgan and Annie Cruz and Misty Stone. So many great people, even Scotty Schwartz, um, who's in uh, Christmas Story, which people will be watching time and time again on TNT, you know, all the way through the holidays, right? Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, that's a, a picture on the set there, Patrick, when we were filming the last day of that movie. And I, after we filmed everything that day, I still was doing pickup shots until 4.35 o'clock in the morning. I was very last scene that was shot in that thing. That was a lot of stuff. As far as directors go, Will Ryder and Axel Braun. Without a doubt, those two. Um, Axel Braun's always called me his good luck charm. I'm sure Will Ryder would say the same thing. Um, they give me a lot of creative control to do that stuff. I'm making my transition now back into mainstream. Um, so there's a lot of mainstream directors that I'm looking forward to working with again um in a larger compass uh, capacity so that's about it for my list right there all right peach fuzz how about you um I, I guess i'm a little biased because i do date one of my favorite porn performers which is dorky darian so of course i'm gonna fuck him as much as i want <laughs> but if it's an actor who doesn't live inside of my household um Jack Moore was really, really nice because a lot of people don't know I enjoy the company of older men. So Jack is probably the oldest guy that I've shot with. And our dynamic together was just amazing. He was just so communicative, um, very caring, and it was just fun. He was fun. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I met a gal in when I was in California this last time. And wow, talk about something else. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. This person keeps hollering at me, and I thought, you fucker, leave me alone. And it's James Garnley. I I had to go all out. I had to go all out. I was Ursula from um, from the uh, Little Mermaid, just in case you thought maybe I was Rue McCallaghan on a bad day. But, no, <laughs> Ursula from... Uh, 
from the uh, Little Mermaid. So, uh, Fuzz, you like uh, older guys, huh? Love older <laughs> guys. Love it. I tried younger, and it just didn't work out for me. Nope. <laughs> do, you, do you have any Jewish in you? I don't. Um, oh, I have Irish in me. Like <laughs> I love it. Tom, another question at all? Oh, um, I guess uh, I, I was going to show. I found these. Uh, I found an old, a video store was going out of business. Like they'd open, they were like a cult video store. They had a ton of uh, of classic box of videotapes with the box cover. So uh, I was curious, like, what was your, what's everybody's favorite like box cover? But you know, for those who had stuff in the video days, uh, like this one, I had to buy because. I, uh, I'm hoping to get Nikki to sign it eventually, but yeah, this is like one of the my I, I love like the era of when the box cover had like the, such quality glamour to them, and you know, I mean, yeah, it's not the same as it used to be, but you know, there was that period, especially like '89 to '93, when they really put quality into what the cover looked like. Yeah, you know, Tom, we did some uh, really incredible movies. You know, in the 90s and in the early 2000s, uh, even up to, like, I'd say 2015 before they really made that transition yeah. away from the big stuff. But even on the DVD, uh, the Men in Black, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, all these parodies we did. I mean, incredible artwork. And they were like, you would open them up and there was more artwork inside there. Uh, with Axel... Um, some of the parodies we did, he actually included a little comic book that came oh, along, a triple X comic book, you know, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, the, the whole com uh, the X-rated X comic book biography is another thing that's like a lost thing. I've been trying to collect some of those over the years because I have a few of those, and I remember, like, uh, I'd get them, like, you know, I've got a um, animated... Um, triple x line out called um duke's hardcore honeys and uh we've got lol uh lolly is out now uh vampire ships coming up we just recorded uh twisted triple x with christy canyon and alex cole and i just finished writing a brand new one for marika hase um and we've got a couple of other stars we're going to be doing these animated uh, movies now uh, with the st stars doing the voices. You might like that. Possibly. That is also something that Mickey Land and myself are doing as well. We are trying to bring those movies from the 90s back, the 80s and the 90s back, that full feature film where it's multiple sex scenes. you got a two-hour movie with a storyline. Um, I know that she was in Debbie Does Dallas, but when you're talking about box covers, the first one that popped in my mind is, I don't know if y'all have seen it, Malcolm Triple X. Uh, Mickey was in there. The box cover photo for that movie was insanely incredible. It wasn't nude, but it was sexy. And it really drew you in because you had, they were both in that shape of the X, so they were both wide open and it was probably one of the best kept box covers that I've seen um, ever. And so whenever you mention box covers, it's the first thing that popped in my, my mind. It was Malcolm Triple X. But that's something that me and Mickey have a movie planned right now. It is a parody of The Nutty Professor. And it's called The Slutty Professor. 
And that is one of the things that we've been working on hardcore is that box cover. Um, we did a photo shoot with the box cover, and we're like, nope, this isn't what we want. So we did another one, and it's we're really putting emphasis just like they did in, in those, you know, in the 90s. We're trying to bring all that back because I think that's important. That's what I was talking to Patrick earlier about getting those theaters back open to where people can go watch these movies, um, have red carpet events for them as their premieres. That's the things that we need to come back because anybody can click on Pornhub and just watch people fucking. We need to bring the artistry back. I agree. That's that's for sure. I do. I was trying to look I, for a, a couple too. box covers here. I did have uh, uh, Christy sign a movie slick um, a while back, and this was uh, back in the day. They had movie slicks to advertise the movies, of course, and so that was one she did there. Um, and I was looking for some box covers. I got a Taj Ray movie slick they just had a one-page thing that they put put in the in the movie theaters i was telling victoria before we went on uh she comes to a private society which is near a town in iowa called atumla um and it's a real shitty town it's real dumb but anyway that's beside the point um they had an old-time mom and pop porno theater there uh you walk in and you had posters and books and and the old books you can probably rent movies there too and then you went into the theater part but well, one day the guy was working in the mid early 90s and and he got robbed and some guy just shot him dead and so the the theater is still there the family won't sell it and they they must own the building because it's just still there in the middle of the block and i've tried to talk to the the people who own it now or and, and the management group and i just wanted to get in there and, and look around and see if there's anything i could buy from them but they won't um even DVDs had, I got Operation Desert Stormy here that she signed. And then uh, one that Annie Sprinkle just hates because it's just a bootleg uh, historic erotica. Uh, Annie Sprinkle, Queen of Kink. Uh, but it was real, real shitty. I um, One of my favorite films was, uh, I was just mentioning this ahead of time too, was uh, they used to do Inside all these gals had inside movies. So I had inside Seika, inside uh, uh, Annie Sprinkle. And this, this was uh, inside Desiree Cousteau, I think was maybe the first one. This was inside uh, Desiree Cousteau from back in the day. So one of my favorites, uh, actually. But yeah, I wish that um, they would do some of these old timey type of things. And, and Victoria and Mickey, I think, are on the right track. Yeah, I think um, one of my favorites that I, I ever did it was great because Jim Powers rented an actual fire truck complete with a Dalmatian. <laughs> and so that was for my violation. And um, it, just the box cover came out so beautiful because you've got all of us in our, you know, firefighter outfits. Well, I mean, I wasn't because I was a pyromaniac. So that's why I had to get punished. But either way, um, it was just such a pretty box cover for a really hardcore movie, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And now how I got started in all of this was um, collecting signed movie posters. Cause back in the day when they had uh, porno theaters, they had, had movie posters. I'll drop this down here. And uh, so I remember the first one I got was, uh, well, it was a Seika movie with, uh, uh, 
Victoria or with uh, Veronica Hart, but this is um, this is a coming of angels, and uh, of course it's huge, but um, it's it's forty by twenty seven. I've got every star on here except Annette Haven because Annette wants two hundred and fifty dollars to sign it, and uh, if you know Annette, that's just typical. But anyway. Um, she says that's to deter people from wanting shit signed and me going to the post office. So anyway, that's that. But and there was um, a porn star by the name of Jill Kelly who I found. Um, <laughs> there's there's two. I think now it wasn't Jill Kelly. Somebody else. Anyway, it started with Jill. But anyway, two porn stars left to 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 get it complete. And um, I, I can't seem to. I'm not going to spend two hundred fifty dollars with a net haven. And the other gal won't respond. So anyway, that's kind of where I'm at on that. But uh, Herschel Savage even even spilled a Pepsi on it. Uh, so it has additional value there. <laughs> As I said, Herschel, when you sign this stuff, don't have anything on the table. No no liquids or nothing. Okay. The next thing you know, yeah, I spilled a Pepsi on your poster. <laughs> so anyway, that's Herschel. But uh, anyway, are there any other questions? Raise your hand if you want to get in and hop in and ask a question of any of the, the gals here or guys. Um Next week, our guest will be Lana Annalise. Is that I'm a, James? Am I pronouncing that right? Lana, what? Lana Annalise. That's her name. I, 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 it, it might be Elise. Annalise. Elise. Yeah. Okay. Back. Go ahead. Um, I'd like to add one more thing, but um, Lorenzo, if you'd like to pop him on. And let him say hi for just a second. Um, so we can all hear that lovely voice. <laughs> the uh, hello, hello, Bex Pineapple. <laughs> hello, Lorenzo. <laughs> I, I I like it when he says it, so I I just needed to record it. Y'all just hold up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, not not kidding, but kidding. Um, I didn't record it, um, unfortunately. You can However, watch it on the playback. Right. I would also like to note that I am now going to be part of the business management team and marketing team for Lorenzo and that amazing voice. Nice, nice. So, so you'll... he he will be doing all kinds of stuff coming in 2024 and he'll be and more books, you know, be the audio for books. We're going to do things like meditation apps and try to get him all into that because that he has the most amazing voice and every single person says the same thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so you, you heard I think it. He'll you be heard the easiest first. thing I've ever had to market. You heard you heard it first on Jizz Talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Richard Pacheco has joined the crowd. Richard, good afternoon. Hey, hey campus. Richard. Hey, everybody. We had a fun hey. show. <laughs> and uh, we're just wrapping things up uh, real quick. We'll get to uh, Benjamin's got a question. Benjamin, go ahead. I just wanted to say thank you, Jim, for the update on scissors. I was one of the Indiegogo backers at three different uh, levels, so I just like really oh. excited about seeing the movie. Like for like signed Blu-ray, signed poster, Jill Cassie poster. So like all three of the tiers. Like I'm everything about the movie intrigues me. It just like in all levels. So really. Excited. Well, thank you, thank you, Benjamin. We really appreciate 
all of the support that we've gotten from the fans. And uh, we had a great time filming this. Um, I'm cracking the whip there on Harry to get this thing edited as soon as possible. There's a picture of Katie there behind the set filmed at my house. Um, it, she was just fantastic. I, I was very blessed to get these wonderful performers in um, because, you know, we originally had this one cast set and scheduling problems, whatever, you know, the, the strike was going on at that time. Uh, but we, uh, we pulled this thing off and, uh, there's going to be a sequel. There's the, the distributors say we've got to have a sequel and this thing is going to go directly to streaming because everything is streaming nowadays. Right. Um, unfortunately people just don't go to the movie theaters as much as they used to, uh, We'll probably have a premiere at a movie theater, but um, it's interesting to have a cast that is pretty much 98% adult performers and 2% with, you know, mainstream people. But um, it's it's a damn good movie. It's it's good. People are going to be entertained. You're going to love it. You're going to be, wow, I didn't know these people could act like this this is really good um horror movies are difficult to shoot i've made a lot of them and um it it's very exhausting uh for you energy wise uh, emotionally and mentally and stuff like that you know you can imagine if you were doing saw or something like that you know how that could be very very taxing on a, on a person um but um you know, we pulled it off. It's it's a great movie, and you're all going to enjoy it. And again, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, uh, stopping by your booth uh, there. Have like two photos yet signed by you. And like, I'm. Are you going to be there at Exotica? Yeah, I'll be there, hoping to get these uh, signed. And uh, oh my God, where there I was go. playing the lion. There. And don't forget the other time you were in drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, uh, uh, as Klinger yeah. in uh, Not Mash. And uh, a funny thing, um, I was at, uh, you know, I was out on the, the picket lines every week um, here in Los Angeles and in New York. Um, and George Takai came up and he was like, Oh, I understand you did that movie there and you copied my voice, you naughty boy. You know, and I go, just for that little tiny bit, I go, you watch porn parodies? And he goes, oh, yes, my partner and I, we have people over for tea. And I go, but you're gay. You guys watch straight porn? And he goes, we fast forward through the sex and then we just watch the acting. Oh, my. love it and and, and alan cranston came up to me no brian cranston came up to me and and brian cranston came up to me and he said i heard that you did a porn version of breaking bad and i go yes and at right at that time somebody came by and took a picture of us and he had this shocked look on his face well, him and the showrunner came over to my house afterwards, and I showed them parts of the movie, and he loved it. And Brian Cranston said, "Thank you. I had no idea that my penis was that large. It's <laughs> Thank you for depicting me in that way. I love it. You know. So, um, in in the most part, I find that 
The mainstream celebrities love it when we've done these parodies of them. I mean, from David Faustino on Married with Children, Christopher Guest, um, when we did uh, The Bradys. I, I remember Christopher Atkins came on the set when we were doing The Partridge Family. I mean, this is really amazing, you guys. This is amazing that these people would come down and watch us do these movies that are parodying them. And the one thing that they always loved was the detail that we had. You know, the level of acting and the detail and the sets and the wardrobe and everything, the music. I mean, they were just blown away. They just couldn't believe it. They just loved it, loved it, loved it. And I wish we could still do these parodies. Um, you know, I've talked to a couple of companies about directing, and I said, I want to bring parodies back. And they said, well, you can, but you have to do this little budget. You can't do an Axel Braun budget. And I said, I, I, I would have to do it with cardboard sets. And, you know, unfortunately, that's a, one of the reasons why we don't see parodies anymore, because the powers that be that own the majority of porn, they have very small budgets for making these movies. Back then, I was very blessed. Kiki, we were very blessed because we worked at a time when we had great budgets. I, I mean, they had caterers on the set making yeah. food for us. Right, honey? Oh, yeah. Like It, it was a totally different world. Wow. Yeah, back then, you would get your script a week before. Yeah. And, you know, you've got 30, 40 pages worth of script that you've got to learn. And you're mm -hmm. expected to know that before you get to set. It's not like today where, you know, they hand you a five or six page set and go, okay, le learn your five or six pages while you're in the makeup chair. Yeah, I, I can remember there were times that I was on an Axel Braun feature, a big parody, and or with um, Brad Armstrong, like when we did Rocky Horror Picture Show, we actually did a table read. And I was amazed because I've done table reads in mainstream for television and, and uh, for uh, movies. And there were production companies in porn that were doing table reads first. And there was rehearsals and wardrobe and, and makeup and everything's done. Now it's, it, it's, it's a very, very, very small budget. So that's why we're not seeing the big features anymore. We're not seeing the big parodies being done. There are still people that are doing features, you know, somebody like Ricky Greenwood or so, so forth are doing those, but for the most part, the budget isn't there. So we're not, porn has changed a lot. You guys, it's, it's, I've seen in the 22 years I've been in it, it, it has changed a lot. Uh, has it been necessarily for the better? That's a good question, but um, it, they're, still putting out good stuff i i gotta say that there's some good movies that are being made still out there and i hope you guys will spend your time at the holidays and see some new movies because we've got great stuff that's that we've been working hard all year to make and uh hope you'll go out there and watch your porn and keep uh uh what's the word i'm looking for kiki um endorsing um uh, supporting the the adult industry, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Now, Richard Pacheco, I believe that you, of course, you know th these parodies aren't a new thing uh, to you know the year two thousand. 
I, I believe, were you on the set of uh, Blonde Heat, the case of the Maltese dildo? Yeah, I was in that. Yeah, so I mean, uh, and and Herschel did eight to four, and uh, uh, Edward, I know Edward Penis Hands came out. So I mean, uh, Edward Penis Hands, that's a classic. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's now now what? Look what? at look at they're all laughing at that. The, the guy had had penises instead of scissors on his hand and he was fucking the chick in the shower and i'm watching it and i'm going oi vey alice in wonderland <laughs> richard you remember that one when they did the no. musical yes i do <laughs> i have to say first of all i think i tuned in an hour late today sorry about that yes you did um, yeah. um but james as soon as i turned on the first thing you said was there um you were talking about the film and you said that uh it's amazing to have a movie where 98%, and I thought you were going to say of the actors are 98. I thought, there's a movie I could be in now. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but, but you weren't talking, you weren't talking about the age of the actors. You, no, 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 no. You mentioned, you mentioned Scotty Schwartz. He was in porno <laughs> movies just as like a bartender or a walkthrough way yeah. back yeah. in the day, right yeah. after he was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, hope everyone has a safe, major safe time at DC. Hopefully nobody gets cold there and uh, everybody mm -hmm. makes a lot of money in DC and, uh, and, uh, it's going to be a fun time. I know it is with the talent that they've got, uh, this year and, uh, down the road as well. So, uh, again, just to promote a couple things, uh, Lana Analyze will be with us. Uh, next week, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. We'll get that. Elise. Elise. Oh, well. Anna Elise. And then um, uh, we're going to have an author's night coming up that uh, is going to be quite interesting. And Richard Pacheco, I know, is going to be want to be a part of that. Uh, yep. uh, Kathy Brown has written a book, and it's it's based on some adult characters. They, she says even a character uh, is in there that's uh, that's named after me or, or a likeness to me or whatever that would be uh who, who's a guy eating chicken wings oh that's patrick okay now that's that's me <laughs> but, uh, um, anyway i'm gonna get uh several authors that have written books uh about the adult industry or um autobiographies and i really i know tom byron's got one coming out that mike said yeah that's really gonna be like good that. and then get, you want to get lucky star yeah she's uh, put out two books I'll talk to her, and, and we're going to have Authors Night, and I think that's going to be a, a cool deal with uh, talking about about what the, what goes into writing a book. It's just not as easy as what people think. So, of course, but uh, and I know Kathy's Kathy's book is uh, her newest book. She's written, I think, six books by now. But the newest one is called Cry of Silence, and that's one that's largely based in in uh, a porn story, um, which is a departure for her to write about. So that I'm looking forward to reading that. There's also, Seika has a book out there. There are a whole lot of books from my generation by people. Um, uh, check it out. You get to hear different points of view. But I'm, I'm very much eager to hear. Tom's is not an autobiography, I just learned. It's a, a biography written by someone who researched his life and then wrote the story. So I'm interested to see that story. Because right. Tom, in, in my world... Tom began when, when I was when I left. Right at the, the 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 exact time I left, Tom came in, and he pretty much started getting all the parts that I used to get. So I'm interested in seeing what that 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 era was like because I I don't know. 
Tom was in uh, Up and Coming with you. That was probably the. Well, he was. I, I he wasn't in the movie with you. He was in the same movie. Not right. Same, right. Yeah, he started that. that. I think it was probably one of his first movies, and and uh, probably at the tail, maybe the tail end of of your career too, as well. So. But uh, anyway, we're looking forward to that. Also coming up, we'll have the AVN and a, uh, X3 uh, show preview as well, too. So if you're going to be going to X3 or AVN, uh, we'll get you on the schedule for that as well, too. So, But again, uh, Lana will be with us next week, and we certainly thank everybody for stopping by. Don't forget to check us out at www.jizztalking.com. You can get fantastic merch like this Jizz Talking hat. Everybody wants a jizz-talking hat. Of course, if you don't want a jizz-talking hat, you want a jizz-talking uh, travel <laughs> mug here. And it's got the logo on the front. And on the back, it says, hey, we're jizz-talking. And uh, you'll want to find that at uh, jizz-talking.com. We're on Twitter at jizz-talking. Instagram at jizz-talking. Hell, we're even on Pinterest at jizz-talking. You might pick up a recipe or two there as well. And on YouTube at Jizz Talking, and that's where the replay for this will be at as well. So don't forget to like and subscribe. And my Roku TV channel, Patrick, you're yes. on there too. And, and I I featured uh, authors on that show too uh, about books. That's right. A whole bunch of books on that too. So yeah. if you have the Roku channel, check out Inside the Industry. I'm going to be cranking out some new ones coming up, and uh, you'll want to see that as well. So again, everybody, best of luck in D.C. We'll hope to talk to you again in 2024.